Hello there. Come sit by the fire now. Nice and warm on these old bones. I want to tell you a story. A story about three heroes and their fateful meeting with a goddess. These heroes come from very different walks of life, but were united by a goddess. And a spoon? And a tiny man, I suppose, but that may be getting ahead of myself a bit. Anyway, once they met the goddess and the little man, they got ready to leave Solace out on an adventure. What? My name? Oh, it's, um, f f Frederick Fastidious. Oh, that's not important. What is important is what happened next. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Cool Kids Table. I'm Jake. I'm Josh. I'm Shannon. And I'm Alan. And today we're doing the second episode. I don't know how exactly how we talk about these because it's not like a new game. This is the second episode of The Fallen Gods. We're continuing it? We're continuing it. So like when we come back to I don't know if the next one will be this or not, but when we come back to it, that'll just be the third episode of that. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's what we're doing. Hopefully you listen to the first one or else what are you doing? What are you doing here? Go back. It's right there. <laughs> So we join our heroes as you are leaving the city of Solace. You have gone through the gates of Solace towards the northwest. You have your little giant friend in your pocket. Yeah, I realize I don't, I don't have like pockets per se. Like maybe I have like... Last time you said you put him in your pocket. One thing I'm going to establish about this fantasy world, everybody gets pockets. Men, women, don't matter. Everybody gets pockets. Yeah, no, but like that would just like I don't that that wouldn't fit the outfit <laughs> so maybe i put him in my quiver i have a little hip quiver for my crossbow bolts maybe okay. i just like tucked him in my quiver Bor- borscht borscht and rushed ball burn rushed balgan hammer ball rush ball rushed that guy my little yep. man my tiny man <laughs> he's he's hanging out next to my warm veiny spoon <laughs> Alan, why did you make this spoon? Thank like Alan, that? thank you so much for giving me a it warm veiny spoon. It, it could have been like a delight. Neat, sleek, stainless steel kind of like maybe it's like mithril or some kind of cool magic thing that points in the direction, but instead it's like fleshy and warm and veiny. It's not fleshy. Uh, it is it's not still, fleshy. It's, it's just made a out of wood. Throbbing, oh, it's hard, a veiny spoon. Wooden veiny spoon. It's a penis. Yes. Ah. You have a magic spoon. Good job. <laughs> Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. And man, did you dibs holding that so fast. Uh-huh. Look, do <laughs> out the nose what she wants. About. Yeah. <laughs> I also grabbed the cell phone. <laughs> the, the, the... Who is your character from the teens game? Stacy. Stacy. It's like, do I think just a little bit Stacy? A little bit Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> Very different, but like a little bit. A <laughs> little bit Stacy, a little bit rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have exited the city of Solace. You are trotting, and it is fairly open grassland. There are some trees scattered about in the direction that you're going, but it's taking you kind of away from the city, away from the forests. It's it's not a an old path necessarily that you left behind when you exited the city. When you exited the city, you also passed by the Tomb of the Heroes of the Lance, which is kind of a memorial site to the Heroes of the Lance from Legend. But yeah, you're passing on. Um, you're moving through these gla- grasslands. You left about midday. What are you doing? Are y'all talking while you're riding? How's it working? I'm definitely not talking. I just I pointed Iron Stag northwest, and I'm just riding him. <laughs> 
Uh, I am sitting backwards on <laughs> on on hack. <laughs> Just like kind of chill, just like kind of sunbathing a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have about maybe like a foot long thing of hair that's like tied at one end, and I'm just kind of like braiding it. Of your, of your hair, hair, or of just a no? It's definitely not my hair color. It's just a detached hair that you're braiding. Yeah, don't worry about it. Okay, I'm gonna I, worry about I'm it. I'm not. I don't care. <laughs> Doesn't concern me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> All right, I need everyone to roll me perception checks. My fave. 18. <laughs> one. I have just, all my first rolls are going to be ones. That's twice in a row. <laughs> I got a 16. Okay. It's a two if you add the modifier. That's nah, crit fail. Doesn't matter. <laughs> so you guys are entering into a bit of a thicket. It is not heavily wooded necessarily, but there are some tall trees. You're walking into shadow. With your perceptions, all of you notice. Oh, uh, wait, you got a critical fail? I got a critical fail. I think I fell yeah, asleep. Yeah, you didn't notice anything. Yeah, you <laughs> sneeze, you fell asleep, something. You, I'm you... just, I'm just like staring straight ahead, so I'm probably just zoned all the way out. I'm just... <laughs> but before you enter the thicket of trees, which was kind of down a little bit of a hill, over the trees, you noticed... A tower, not super impressively tall, but fairly tall, made of stone, not super remarkable, but you have a feeling that might be your destination. I'm going to pull Ball Rushed out of my quiver. Okay. I'm going to hold him real close so I can hear him. <laughs> and I'll be like, is that the tower? That's where the bastard lives. Okay, language. <laughs> Type <Tiny man. laughs> <laughs> Should get him like a tiny curse jar. Let's put your tiny money in this. <laughs> Back in the quiver with you if you're gonna. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm gonna... okay. On our way there, then, and I'm just gonna kind of like lean, <laughs> like turn backwards. I imagine who's in front. Am I, in I don't front? know what is marching order. I'm picturing myself just because I was out on the horse ready to go. So as soon as you guys started mounting, I imagine I just started going. That's true. We're not at like a super fast clip because yeah. we have we have draft horses. Shannon has like a regular horse. It could probably move <laughs> faster. I'm just going to turn to whoever's in front and be like, uh, that's the tower. Where? That big one? <laughs> in is front it, of you? Is it straight ahead? Yes. Like, am I pointed at it? Yes. Oh, oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But I'm just going <laughs> to keep doing what I'm doing. In Elvish, I'm just going to be like, Are, is human eyesight really that bad? I mean, I know they can't. This is also in Elvish. I know they can't speak it or see in the dark, but like, I thought they could like see 30. See daylight? Yeah, see like, like regular. Hope. I don't know. I don't even hear you guys. I'm not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> but once you say that's the tower, I'm going to kind of like kick the sides of my horse a little bit and speed him up. Okay. You guys enter the thicket. You're, you keep going. You get about halfway through, and I need you to roll another perception. Four. Twelve. Thirteen. Okay, you notice nothing. You are still riding. All of the sudden, a lot of things happen at once. Shapes dart out of the thicket and go for your horses, one for each. Just so you guys know, your horses have an armor class of ten. So, for... Solven, they miss. Tuatha, they also miss. They do not miss on a flint. Oh, buddy. Iron Stag takes 
five points of damage as dire wolves (laughs) fling themselves out of the thicket and attack your horses. Roll for initiative. Dire wolves? Oh, I did very bad. (laughs) Uh, I probably should have asked if we were in a forest because that's my favorite terrain. It is your favorite terrain. Uh, 16 for me. Oh, I did not roll well. Uh, It's going to be nine for me. These are wolves, right? I probably can't reason with them. Dire wolves. Dire wolves. No. Dire wolves. They're not. They're not that intelligent. Dire wolves. <laughs> what is your initiative, uh, Tuatha? Six. I'm backwards on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> that is still better than their initiative. Yeah, eat it, dire wolves. Oh, they're gonna go downtown. <laughs> Judy Brown, wubba wubba wubba, we're killing some dire wolves. Dinosaur time. All right, Flint, you are currently mounted on a horse, but just got bitten. What I need you to do before you do anything else is roll a constitution save for your horse. So it is a d20 plus one. Twelve. Makes it. It needed to do better than ten. It doesn't buck you off. You still have control. I'll say that it took a hunk out of the out of one of its shoulders. Is where it was bit. I don't like that he's missing a hunk. <laughs> um, okay, am I able to attack from horseback, or do I need to dismount? You can attack from horseback. Okay. There are really no penalties for it, necessarily, and you have weapons that can do it. Okay. Well, they're dire wolves. They're essentially the size of horses. Okay. I don't think we said this at the beginning of last episode, but I do have a dual-wielder feat, so I am dual-wielding battle axes. So how does attacking work? Do I just roll 1d8 is what it says here? You, you roll your d20 to attack. Okay. And then you add... It says plus 4 here. I've, so it right. sounds like it's going to be plus 4 to hit. Uh, what did you roll on your d20? Uh, I rolled 14. Plus 4. Plus 4, so 18. That hits. So strike once. Okay. Strike once, but am I rolling twice because I have two battle axes? If you'd rather roll them at the same time, you can, or you can roll one to hit, roll damage, then roll again. It it really just depends on how you want to do it. But I can use one roll for both. You're saying that's okay? No, 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 no. You need to roll twice. Every single time you hit, you roll. Yes. Eight on the first strike. You got to roll that again to see if you hit. Okay, so that was just for the one strike. So I have to roll the d20 again for the second strike? Yes. Okay. Yes. That is... Only going to be 11. Okay, 11 misses. Okay, but I did six damage to it. You did, you did okay. eight. I did eight damage to it. So describe to me how you attack this wolf. What do you do? It bites my horse, so I take my axes out and swing at it. <laughs> okay, so moving on to Solven. <laughs> Solven, sorry. Solven, what you doing? I guess I will pull out my longbow and shoot a wolf. All righty, let's shoot that wolf. How many wolves are there? Three. One for each horse, right? And they each attacked one of us. Right. So there's one near to each of us. Okay. Okay. I didn't say what spells I had prepared. So I rolled a nat 20. All right, so that is a critical (laughs) hit. The way we are doing critical hits are that you automatically do max damage. So roll your damage like normal and then add that to the maximum amount of damage that you could do. Are you shooting the one that Josh just slashed at? Uh, the one that went after my horse. Okay. Let's see, my max damage is 12, and I just got 10, so 22. Dang. Describe where the arrow goes. Okay, I guess it'll be since, like, it lunged for my horse, like, 
as it missed, maybe just like drop the reins and just kind of like move the horse with my legs and then just shoot it straight in the neck with an arrow. All right, Nick goes in. There's a geyser of blood. It is still alive and it is still kicking. How much damage did you do? 22? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> hey, Alan, you remember how you asked what magical items we want? Uh-huh. I want something that makes me hit real hard. Because <laughs> six damage is sad. It makes me sad. I already got you. I got. <laughs> okay. I already got that down on the list for you. You didn't know you wanted it, but I already knew. Okay. If it helps, I critted. That is true. That does help. You did shoot it through the neck. <laughs> and I only hit it with one of my axes, and I'm on a horse. It's, like, weird. I get it. So, Tuatha, <laughs> it's your turn. All right, I'm going to look down at the one, the little punk ass tried to bite my boy. <laughs> 13. What are you doing? Firebolt. That is not going to hit its armor class. Piece of shit. So your firebolt misses, but not by much. You singe the fur of the wolf, but it kind of goes down and just shoots fairly harmlessly into the earth. It is the dire wolf's turn. The two dire wolves. That oh, hold taken... on. I have to, I have to roll. Uh, I did a magic, so I got to roll. Oh, yep, you do. Oh, 11. Okay, we're good. <laughs> okay, so no wild magic happens. Um, I will give you the opportunity, however, if you'd like to regain your advantage that you used last session, um, we can go ahead and roll on the wild magic table. Yes. So I get to I get to roll again to see if nope, I did hit with the you get to roll a d100, and then we will discuss what happens. Okay. Do you have it? Roll your percentile. Oh, I got we'll to roll it. All right. All well, right, do all you right. want me to, or do you want to? No, I got it. Oh, that's a D8. That needs to be a D10. I'll, I will do it. I got a, I got a percentile. I got 68. So close to being nice. <laughs> 68. You are frightened by the nearest creature until the end of your next turn. That's bad. <laughs> Uh-oh. I have some fright over here. You basically can't do anything that involves that creature. <laughs> yep. So you shoot a, a bolt at this creature and then scream well, and run no, away. No, no, no. <laughs> the nearest creature is the horse I am sitting on. <laughs> or it's biscuits. Or it's biscuits. <laughs> I would rule that it's going to be the wolf. But because you know that the horse creature. and biscuits are not going to hurt you. But You're magic familiar ain't care. with them. It's like the first thing you look at. And you're already looking at the wolf. All right. I feel like it should be the horse. I mean, if you want to be afraid of well, the horse, Well, I mean, are you just going to, like, vault off the horse? Hell yeah. This <laughs> <laughs> is going to kick okay, up you haven't, you haven't done a move, so you could easily move away from this horse that you are now terrified of. Yeah, I'm going to hop off of the horse real quick, because god damn it, the horse, what are you doing to me? Roll me an acrobatics check to make sure you don't faceplant. All right, no promises. Uh, in your fear. Faceplant. Please faceplant. Too hot to faceplant. Ooh, a face plant. I got a six. <laughs> yeah, so you, you like, release, uh, and you fall backwards, and you fall on your back, and you are prone on the ground. It is the dire wolf's turn. Feck. So you're you're just, like, <laughs> laying on the ground. You shot fire at this wolf. Look, magic, man. Even though you're frightened of it, your horse still wants to protect you, so it stops kind of where it is. The dire wolves are going to go. Each of the dire wolves are going to go again. Well, actually, the one that attacked Iron Stag is going to now be going after uh, Flint, who did it with an axe. Same with Solven. It's going to be going after you. And then one's going to be coming after Tuatha. So we're going to start with Flint. Okay. Do I Does roll anything? Does a 16 no. hit your armor class? It is my armor class. But you get a, you get a plus one for having your, Both of uh, your weapons. two weapons out. 
Yeah. Okay. So no, because that puts my armor class at 17. Awesome. So that's going to miss. Should I write that, or is that only when they're drawn? It's only when they're drawn. Okay. Ooh, Solvin does a 23 hit. Yep. <laughs> Six points of damage. It goes for your leg. I need that leg. And Tuatha, a 12. It does not. It's a 13 is my AC, so... So you barely roll out of the way in time to <laughs> avoid the jaws of this dire can, wolf. Can we say that I got the dumb dire wolf and he just bit the ground near me because he underestimated? <laughs> sure. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> like, I didn't he's, move his... I was just like, whoa! He's a whole Yeah. <laughs> or he expected you to move... So he was aiming at the spot yeah, that yeah, he yeah. thought you were going to be, but you didn't. Joke's on him. I ain't moving for nobody. <laughs> so back to the top of the order, Flint. That's me. Um, okay, so this wolf tried to attack me, but couldn't because my pecs are too strong. <laughs> big pecs, big checks. <laughs> sure, your pecs. Ding, ding, yep. ding, ding. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to... What all can I do in a turn you can take an action which can consist of attacking casting a spell it could be using an item from your pack um you can move you have a certain speed that you can go with your riding horse your riding horse's speed is 60 feet so you can move a good distance with your horse can i attack can i attack and then move yes you can attack and then move Okay. Now, when you do that, because you're leaving, you're doing something called leaving a threatened square, it will be able to get an attack off on you before you leave. Okay, I gotcha. It's called an attack of opportunity. And then I guess my other question is, how can I use Gretchen in a fight? You can send her to scout. You could have her attack. You could have her help you by um, flanking your enemy, which gives you a bonus to hit it. Um, that kind of thing. Okay. But she takes up one of your actions. So to command her, you would have to sacrifice your move or one of your actions. Okay. So I have a, what, an attack, a bonus? An attack, and a bonus, a, and a move. And a move. So if I, if I attack, if I use Gretchen as a bonus and then attack, and then I can still move or no? You can, but you can't attack twice. So I can only use like one axe. One of your axes. Mm -hmm. Okay, I got. Okay, now I'm on board. Your second swing is a bonus action. Gotcha. I mean, if you if you use her instead of moving, then you don't get the attack of opportunity on you either. Right. So now she has flyby, and the description of that is doesn't provoke opportunity attacks when she flies out of enemy's reach. What does that mean? That means that when you move out of its reach and it can bite you, if she were to do the same thing because she flies so quickly and quietly. They can't get an attack off on her. On her. So she right. that's not like she distracts them away from me. Right. I am going then to use my action, my first action to swing a battle axe again. Okay. And that's going to be 19. That hits. That's going to hit, and that's going to do 7 damage. Plus your 2. Plus the 2, so 9 damage. Okay. I'm going to keep forgetting that. It's a good thing you're here. <laughs> Uh, I'll use my bonus action to swing with my other axe. Okay. Which is a 19. Hit. And 5 damage. So 12 total damage. Was that plus 2? That was the plus 2. Yeah, it was with plus okay. 2. Yeah. All right. So you slash at this thing twice. Um, you make a couple of cuts across its front. 
Blood starts trickling down. It looks very, very angry. Its eyes are glowing a fierce red. What is the speed of my horse? I don't have that written down. 60 feet. 60 feet. That's, like, per turn? Yep. So that's double the amount you can move per turn alone. But you also saw Tuatha not get bucked, but jump from her horse. Just remember that. That doesn't bother me. Uh, okay. <laughs> we, have, we have friends. Yeah, I'm going to move forward toward the tower. Mm, that's going to give them an opportunity to attack against me. That is correct. But they still might not hit. That right? is true. Like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and move the full 60 feet forward toward the tower. Natural 20. Shit. <laughs> so I die. I have to make a new character. <laughs> no, not necessarily. So they get uh, automatic full damage. 12 points of damage coming at you. Okay. That's only a whole level's worth of... (laughs) (laughs) So that brings me down to 24 hit points. So as you gallop away, you feel this awful pain in your leg as the direwolf's huge jaws clamp down on your leg. But the momentum of the horse breaks. We're in a fight, though. (laughs) Yeah, but we don't have to stay in a fight. What are we going to get from beating direwolves? Of not eaten by (laughs) direwolves. Presumably. Yeah. We'll also get not eaten by just leaving them. Solvin. Yep. Solvin, right. sorry. God damn it, I will get that right. I promise. No, it's cool. I'm going to shoot a longbow again. Okay. 24. That's a hit. Cool. Good. <laughs> and 10 damage. All right. Another arrow thuds into it. It staggers back. A little bit of blood starts coming out of its gaping maw. Um, but it still looks able to fight. Tuatha, you are flat on your back with a dire wolf right next to you. What do you do? I am going to use a, probably a spell I think I should do. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, what? That was totally a sentence. Don't worry about it. it I'm going to use Chromatic Orb. It's a first level spell. Okay. Um, and I'm going to choose Poison Damage. All right, is that a save that I have to make, or is it an attack roll you have to make? It's an attack roll I make. So the damage is 3d8 of one of these types, and I, the types are all basically all the types of, of damages. Um, so, and I choose poison Okay. because I, I feel like that would be bad for him. So roll your uh, attack. That is an 18. That hits. All right, and then I do 3d8. So 7, 8. Bam. Uh, 13. 13 total damage? Yep. I don't add, like, anything to that, right? No. Mm-mm. Just spells? Okay. All right. So describe how, what does Chromatic Orb look like? What uh, does it look like when you cast the spell in the face of this dire wolf? Well, it's a, it's a, you know how an orb is? Oh, it's a circle. Um, it's that, but, uh, but it, like, shimmers a little bit, and as soon as I cast it, it, it goes from, like, this weird kind of, like, iridescent color, like, and it shifts to purple. And I just kind of shove it into this thing's mouth. <laughs> All right. It starts to hack and cough, and this purple gunk just starts coming out of its mouth. Um, you have heard it uh, fairly badly, but it is still raring to go. Speaking of raring to go, it's their turn. Uh, um, hold on, so hold you... on, hold on. I haven't moved yet. No, you haven't. Or done a bonus action. Um, by the way, since you're prone, it would be your entire move action to stand up. Yep, I'm going to do that. Okay, so you're standing up. <laughs> And then with my bonus action, I'm going to command Biscuits to – I like Biscuits, plural, as the name of the whole thing (laughs) – to attack it. 
Okay, so roll biscuits attack with his with its tiny little we'll mouth. Yeah, plus plus three to hit, and I can, and a full action of his is three bites. <laughs> now that would be a move standard and bonus, so of it would be hit. an entire turn. Oh, so I can't. I can only have him attack. Bite. Right. Bite. Okay, but I can't have him do all three. Not unless you don't do anything. Okay, no, that's... So only one of the heads gets to bite? Yes. I feel like they would all be right there. Whatever. I'm just gonna... <laughs> it's only gonna do, up like, total three damage. <laughs> uh, nope, it's 11. <laughs> I miss. got an 11. That's a miss. Oh, a little biscuits missed. It's all right. Three little lily puffs just like... <laughs> So, uh, just so that I get this right, Flint, you have gone on 60 feet ahead? Yes. I should be, if I did it right, So I, that should put me 60 feet, like exactly 60 feet away from the wolf, right? Right. Okay. The wolf is going to chase after you. That's fine. Um, Bring him and on. it is going to, it has a speed of 50. Um, so, it's going to catch up fairly quickly to you. Obviously, you're still 10 feet ahead of it, but it's coming after you and it's gunning for you. Um, it probably doesn't help that your horse is bleeding profusely and it is following the scent of the blood. Solven, mm-hmm. your wolf hits with a 15 to hit? No, nope, um, 16. All right, so that's a miss. Tuatha, one hits you with a 14. That's, that's enough. That's enough to hit me. <laughs> All right, what is your armor class? 13. 13, okay. The way I do ties, ties go to the player character. I like that. As, as a player character, I approve. <laughs> it deals seven points of damage. Oh, that's fine. That sucks, but it's fine. <laughs> its jaws clamp down on you onto, we'll say, your arm. Okay. Hey, that's my casting arm. Get out of here. Flint, <laughs> it's your turn. All right. I'm going to... So I didn't say what spells I had queued up, which is a thing I have to do, right? You don't have to tell me which ones you have queued up. I trust you. Well, I mean, I, I didn't know until right now because I forgot about that mechanic. I know I can mm-hmm. use two, but, like, I have to have them both picked out You have out to know which time, two right? you want to use, yeah. And if I want to use the same one twice, I have to pick that out ahead of time? Yep, you have to pick the same spell twice, essentially. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say I have one Ray of Sickness ready, so I'm going okay. to blast that at the wolf. Right, Which so is a, think... it's a range of 60 feet. So it's an attack uh, you make? It is an attack I make, but the wolf has to do a constitution saving throw, and if it fails, then it is poisoned. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> I only rolled a 10 on the d20, so I missed. That's not going to Well, hit. no, that's that's your... It'd be that plus your spell modifier, not your regular attack. What's the spell modifier? Two, this one? Two plus your... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's still just 10, so it missed. Okay. Damn. Okay. Yep, that is that is a miss. Yeah, that's a miss. So, Ooh. do you continue to ride forward, leaving your friends in the dust, while your acquaintances in the dust? No, I was hoping I was going to be able to poison it. <laughs> you look back and you see Speaking Tuatha. Of poison. Go ahead. Did that did that poison do anything to it? No, you no. didn't poison it, uh, unless Chromatic Orb says you do. Yeah, I do poison damage to it, doesn't but that? Does that but you don't mean you don't inflict the poison, poison stat- <clears throat> status condition. Oh, there's a difference? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a poison yeah. type move. It doesn't poison though. Solvin, what are you doing? I'm gonna shoot that wolf again. Alrighty, do it, do it, do it. Twenty two. That's a hit. Cool. 
Nine. Damn. How do you kill this wolf? I guess I'll shoot it square between the eyes. All right. You do. You watch the light fade from its eyes as it just kind of thuds to the ground um, next to you. Can I get Heg to attack? Yeah. Okay. I guess I'll just whistle and point over to where? Tulutha? Tuatha. Tuatha. <laughs> the half human. And I'll just whistle and then Heg can fly over to attack the wolf. All right. Roll that attack. Uh, 16. That's a hit. Cool. And it is two damage of slashing. Alrighty. So we are at Tuatha. Okay. I'm going to do another firebolt. Firebolt? Firebolt. Okay. So, uh, 16. That hits. Alright. And that's a deep percentile. Don't need that. Four of fire. <laughs> All right. The smell of burnt flesh is strong, but you seem to have made this thing even angrier. Um, it is their turn. The wolf that you tried to shoot a ray of sickness at, Flint, comes up and tries to bite you. Mm-hmm. And it is a 23 to hit. That's going to hit. Yep. Three points of damage. Oh, that's not bad. I can deal with that. Nicked my finger a little bit. Yeah, it didn't get a good bite on you. And then Tuatha, Tuatha, a 10 does not hit your uh, armor class, does it? Nope. All right, so that is their turn. I also just looked through this book. It's very unhelpful as to what like what poison damage does, like how, how that is helpful above a different type. It's just some creatures would be weak to poison. Oh, yeah, like everything? <laughs> if it's weak to poison, um, it'll take double damage. If it's resistant, it takes half damage. But as far as the condition of poisoned, it gets disadvantage on all attack rolls and ability checks. Yeah, but I don't know how to give it that condition. Chromatic orb can't give it that condition, from what I read. The, the, yeah, the spell damage. the spell would say like they have to have a constitution saving throw or else they're poisoned or something. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're back up to the top going. of the initial <laughs> order. It's Flint. Okay, I am. I'm gonna do some sick shit because this battle has been kind of boring. <laughs> well, you ran away from it two I turns gonna, in. I tried to use a magic. I wanted to try my magic out. Do them and I wanted to be a wolf. And I wanted to be as safely away from the wolf <laughs> as I could be. Okay, I'm not gonna get bit if I don't have to get bit. But he just bit me a little bit. So we'll say he came at me and like got my arm, and okay. I flung him off. My horse. I ran the sixty feet and stopped, so I'm stationary. Okay. So he bit me, and I flung him off. I'm going to roll the um, attack check. Just attack. I'm going to roll the attacks for both first to see if they both hit. Okay. Because I'm going to. I got a wet stunt plant, so I got. Oh, that that one didn't hit. I got an eight. That does not hit. <laughs> so I miss with miss with one and a fifteen. That hits. Okay. So I'm going to jump off of my horse, like leap at the wolf with both axes coming down on it okay and the left hand misses and hits the dirt but the right hand hits four four damage plus two plus two six <laughs> damage all right um it is looking bloody and beaten but still able to fight so um, then and then, and then oh, all no, i'd sorry. be able to do is move after that right because that was both attacks well I, I assume that your move was jumping off the horse Oh, uh, yeah, that, that's right. That's all my actions then. <laughs> okay. Solven? All right, I'm going to assume I can hit uh, 
the other dire wolf from where I am? Yep, both dire wolves are within your line of sight. Cool. I'm going to shoot at the closest one. So the one attacking Tuatha. Yep. Maybe. 14? That's a tie, so it goes to you. It hits. Cool. Six damage. All right. Tuatha, just so you know, an arrow thunks into uh, the dire wolf that is currently <laughs> trying to eat you. I'm going to do another firebolt because it doesn't take spell slots. So, okay. <laughs> uh, oh boy, 13? 13, that is a miss. Balls. It goes singeing by its head. It was very close, though. I can't do anything with my bonus action, right? Well, you could use your you font can... of magic. Does that mean that I get to attack again? or did, did That just means an... you have advantage, so you would get to re-roll that attack. Okay, I will do, and then then, uh, then I, have to, I have to roll on the... The yep. table, right? Okay. Yep. Yeah, I'll take that. So the other roll is a 23. <laughs> That's definitely going to hit. Okay. And then uh, let's just do this all at once. So it does two damage. Totally worth it. Uh... <laughs> all right. Roll a d20 to see if you roll a one. 20. Okay. You do not roll a one, so you don't have to take an effect yet. Where were you a second ago? <laughs> Probability, oh. man. How's that shit work? Right. All right. So here's the first, the only effect is a 19. I'm excited. <laughs> See what happens. You cast grease centered on yourself. It is a <laughs> 10 foot square. Anything around you has to roll a dex, including yourself, has to roll a dex save or fall prone. This is also highly flammable. Okay. Oh, watch those the fire wolf bolts, does not buddy. make the save and falls on its ass. Uh, I got a 17. What is your spell save, DC? Oh, my spell save is a f uh, 14. So you do not slip and fall on your ass, yes. but you are covered <laughs> from head Ugh. to toe <laughs> in this nasty, foul-smelling grease. <laughs> Y'all greasy. Greasy, I just like from bull. my point of view, I shoot a, I shoot a wolf. You shoot fire at it, then suddenly you explode with <laughs> grease. <laughs> um, uh, biscuits wasn't caught up in that, right? Is it closer than ten feet to you? Uh, it just did try to bite the wolf. It did try wolf. to bite it, but it missed so it. So maybe he overran. All right, let me let me see what his. Uh, I know he has a save for Dex, or not. I just get to roll plus his dex, right? Right, just then, plus his dex. Okay, he's got plus three. He's a dex. He's a dexty boy. He's a dexterous boy. Uh, oh, he's greasy. <laughs> <laughs> so what I see happening is it tries to like decompensate, and all four of its little legs just splay, and it just belly flops. Okay, so just just so I can think about my next turn, prone people can't make attacks of opportunity, correct? That is correct. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, so it is the dire wolf's turn. Um, the dire wolf is going to, that is attacking Tawatha, is going to attempt to stand up. It is going to fail. Um, <laughs> and in doing so, it's not going to be able to take an action on this turn. Suck it. <laughs> the other dire wolf is going to try and attack um, Flint again, and is going to miss. Come at so me. It's back up to Flint. <laughs> You want a so, little Batman there. It's going to just, like, try to attack. It's going to jump at me. I'm going to go ahead and throw uh, roll both attacks again. Okay. One is 22. That hits. 
And one is a 17. Both hit. So those both hit. So as it's jumping at me, I'm just going to like windmill left then right. <laughs> and we're going to do seven, 17 damage total. Describe to me how you kill this thing. It jumps at me and I swipe with my left my left arm axe and that just like kind of comes down and takes a chunk out of the side of it. But my right heart, uh, my right arm comes down right on the top of its head All and right. it just falls down to the ground with my axe. All right, and, and the red light drains from its eyes, but it is dead. I step on its head and pull my axe out. <laughs> and I'm going to use my move action to remount my horse. Okay, sounds good. Solven. Yep. I'm going to shoot at that wolf again. 18. That's a hit. I'm doing so well this time. <laughs> and because um, Tuatha is standing next to it, I just realized you get sneak attack bonus for this. Okay, well, at first I do... Six damage while I have that, then my sneak attack damage will be five. For a total of? Eleven. Tell me how you kill it. Oh, I was going to do a cool thing. (laughs) (laughs) So it tries to get up, it falls, and then just gets pelted with an arrow. (laughs) Yeah, I guess, like, while its attention is on her, I just kind of angle it a bit to, like, shoot it, and it will just go, like, around her and, like, under its chin. Ooh, very nice, very nice. Um, so, get congratulations! Da, 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 da. Um, no crossovers, banned, Alan. You have successfully defeated <laughs> the direwolves. You each get two hundred experience points. Patty, when's the uh, what's the next level at? Twenty-seven hundred. Okay. Narrative. For those keeping score at home, we're at eleven hundred now. You have three dead direwolves around you, and a very greasy half-elf lady and her greasy, greasy puppy. Okay, I'm gonna pick up my greasy boy. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm going to use prestidigitation to clean us up. Okay. I can do that. <laughs> so I just like kind of like snap above my head, and the grease just like falls off. All right. Is that Did a can I even ask what yeah, happened nice. over there? Uh, it's a, don't worry about it. Um, I'm waiting, like, I don't know, 80 feet in the distance, <laughs> however far ahead I was, plus 60 feet away. Uh, Just I'm waiting for you guys to catch up. I'm going to put him onto... Am I, I'm not afraid anymore, right? Right. No, that, that ends... Okay. That, was that ended on your turn. turn. Okay, good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put Biscuits on, uh, on Hack, and then I'm going to pet him and be like, I'm sorry, you know how it goes. <laughs> It says something in Sylvan, but you did you take Sylvan? I took Dwarven. Okay, so you don't understand what it's saying, but it's talking to you, but also to each other, to itself. <laughs> I thought it, I thought it could understand, but it doesn't. It can't speak it. Oh, that's true. That is true. It's speaking its own little yippy language. Just, just three Yorkie heads yipping at you. Yeah, I say Yorkies. I'm only picturing little pups. <laughs> the middle Basically one is yipping at you. The ones on the ends are yipping at each other. Okay. <laughs> One of them is a very shy boy, so he's probably like trying to like, no, stop it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pet Hack on the front of his face. That's a nose, uh, and I'm going to uh, be like, sorry about jumping off of you. It was a saying, you know how <laughs> you, you guys you, you guys get it. It's probably not the first time this has happened. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna carefully walk over to. This dire wolf is, I don't think it has any loot on it, but I'm just going to check it. See sure. <laughs> just so you know that once a minute passes, all of the grease just vanishes. But the dire wolves do not have any loot or anything on them necessarily. But 
Roll an investigation check. Oh, I'm good at this. He lied. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anyone uh, so who's looking at the dire wolves can roll an investigation check. Now I'm going to jump down because I'm going to take some of its teeth. I got a I did, six. I didn't think to loot it, so I'm just on my horse. I guess I'll ride over to it and like. Check okay, it well, out. I only got a six in my investigation. Okay. But I'm going to like pull out my hand axe and just like knock out a few fangs. Okay, cool. Or... We'll say that you get six. Okay, cool. I got a 14 in my investigation, but I'm not like looking to get anything in particular. So. Um, you're looking at one, or you're looking at the dire wolf that has been attacking you, and one of the slices that you made cut into its fur, and you notice on its shoulder it has a really weird brand that is shaped kind of like like a broken wheel. Oh, like the tavern that I was playing. Like poker. the tavern you were at. <laughs> okay. Is what? it the same symbol as the... It is not the oh, same symbol. Okay. Though the broken wheel that you went and drank at was a wagon wheel. This looks like a spinning wheel. Oh, okay, okay. Would this wolf be too big to put on my horse to keep? It's about a seven to eight foot wolf. Okay, yeah, that'd be, probably be too heavy to drag, too. Yeah. You just, like, carry that around Now, you for can take time to skin it if you want. Well, you could skin it and have a blanket, eat its meat. I'll take the meat off of it. Well, you'd have to, like, butcher it. I'm not going to help. I mean, can I just hack some meat off this thing? Yeah, roll a meat hack check. Yeah. Uh, roll a nature <laughs> check. Nature check. Or survival. Survival, I'm sorry. Okay. Ooh, that's a good one. Seven. He lied. <laughs> you're looking at the dire wolf, and you're just like, uh... Uh, you're not sure where to cut to get, like, the most meat. So you, like, wind up cutting off part of its leg, but there's a lot of bone and not a lot of muscle. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to look at the dire wolf. Okay, I'm not going to cut its leg. I'm going to, like, try to be like, ugh, get the meat off it. I'm just going to look at it, and when I can't figure it out, I'm just going to go, too gamey, and just (laughs) just ride away. (laughs) I'm going to skin it and take the meat. All right, roll a survival, please. Uh, 13? Uh, you're pretty, you're pretty accomplished. You Also, since we're in a forest, I would get double the food when foraging. I don't know if this counts as foraging, it... since it's here. Yeah, I don't think it would. <laughs> it was um, more of a try. murder than a, <laughs> than a forage. It was trying to eat me. It was self-protection. You still didn't happen upon it dead. <laughs> you're, you're pr- fairly proficient at it. Uh, you don't get all the meat, but you do get some. I'll say you get about five pounds of good, like non-fatty, good, muscly meat that's marbled well and that you don't think is going to be tough. Um, and you get the pelt. So add that to your inventory. I got another one over here if you want to... I'm not touching it. <laughs> uh, I think this might be enough. Unless you really want more wolf meat. No, I'm good. I'm pretty good where we are. Let's go. Let's get out of these woods. I don't want any more fucking wolves attacking my shit. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> hop up on uh, on hack. How's your language? You're going back in the quiver. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys proceed on. As we're going away, before right before the grease disappears, I'm just gonna like send a firebolt at the carcass. <laughs> the entire thing goes up in flames. Just a huge, bright, hot flame just kind of erupts from where the grease was. And then when the grease disappears, the fire disappears. Well, good, because that was about to be very irresponsible to do in the middle of a forest. I know what I'm doing. Are we in a forest? I thought Are we were in, Are you sure? In, like... You fell off your horse earlier. You're in a thicket. Yeah, it's just like a field with 
tall grass. Right? I leapt oh. off my horse earlier. There's a difference. <laughs> and trees. <laughs> it it looks okay. like you fell off your horse. Tomato, tomato. Let's go. Let's keep going. I don't hear any of this because I'm a long ways ahead (laughs) waiting for you guys. (laughs) What a team player, (laughs) this guy. So you guys make it to the edge of the the thicket and find yourself probably about 100 feet away from a tower. Um, This tower doesn't seem too terribly tall. I mean, it's it's a tower. It's kind of tall, but it's not like one of the high towers of sorcery. It's not impressive it's just kind of moderately there it's not super heavily adorned it's gray stone with a a wooden door and steps leading up to that door but again it's about a hundred feet away from you roll perception checks all righty Ooh. uh 13 i have a 13 as well mine was six so my two thirteens, you see a sign. It's too far away for you to make out um, what it says on the writing, but there is an image of a broken spinning wheel pressed into the wood. Oh, like the wolves. Well, you guys uh, like didn't see wolves. that. Only I, only I saw that. That is true. Did you share that with, right. uh, with the rest of the I'm world? too far away. Unless you guys have caught up, then no, I haven't yet. Would I have seen it while I was slaughtering it? Oh, yes, you would have. Okay. Yeah, you guys could be a team. I'm a, I'll just like... <laughs> Making it real hard, I'll take, Josh. I'll take care of myself, and then I'll help you guys if I'm <laughs> feeling up to it. Uh, that streak goes both ways, buddy. <laughs> so when you get in sight of the tower, Balarash kind of wiggles out of your quiver. Oh yeah, hey tiny man, what's up? Trying to get your attention again. I'm gonna we'll pick him up. <laughs> Just put him in your ear. <laughs> Just let him sit in your hair. No. Put me on the ground. I need to get back in. He doesn't need to know I was gone. It's going to take you like six days to get all the way over there with your tiny, tiny legs. No, I promise. Once I'm within range, I can... His magic binds me there. It'll take me back. I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. And I'm going to put him <laughs> on the ground. And he starts to kind of run. You can't... The, t- the grass is kind of tall, so it's hard to see him. But at a certain point, there's a flash of light, and then the grass stops moving. No, oh, he's dead. Oh, no, a snake ate him because he's so <laughs> tiny. <laughs> Maybe a bird got him. All right, P.M.P.'s tiny man. Okay, so we should probably get a... Hey, Flint, you want to, like, come make a plan? Go in the tower. Well, yeah. <laughs> we should rest. My horse took a hit. That's a that's a good plan. <laughs> okay, I'm going to start setting up my, uh, my tent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, humans need to sleep. That's a thing you guys do. <sighs> so you're going to set up a tent right outside of the wizard's keep? Well, we're going to make a camp, right? Yeah, how, but how close to the tower am I? A hundred feet. Or are, mm, maybe behind one of the trees? <laughs> Fine, I'm going to trot over however far away from you guys I am. <laughs> uh, roll my... Uh. I mean, look, if you want to have him just dump hot oil on you from his tower, then by all means, sleep at his front door. He's a wizard. He's not going to dump hot oil on us. He'll, like, set a fireball. Tomato, tomato. No, there's a big difference there. You can't just say tomato, tomato and everything. Tomato, tomato. (laughs) Where are we going to make camp? Uh, I say back a little farther back near the, the edge of the thicket. Is there, like a, is there like a tree line somewhere we can get behind? Yeah. 
You you came out of a tree line, uh, and uh, okay. that's about the point where you are. So you could easily go back into the wood a little ways and set up a camp. I guess I really missed the point where you said we were around woods, because I went from it's an open field to now you're in a thicket. Yeah. There's no woods in any of those. <laughs> a thicket is woods. See, I thought a thicket was just like real tall grass, like maybe some trees, but not like thick cover. I could be wrong. I mean, I can just Google stick it. Uh, like, it's not going to matter either way. <laughs> it's fine. Let's just hide. Let's just sit up camp behind the trees. It is a dense copse of trees. Um, okay. We'll, we'll call it that. All right. And so, yeah, you can easily find a place to kind of camp. Well, they're setting up camp. Can I, like, check the area around us and make sure there's no more, like, dire wolves around? Absolutely. Roll a survival. All right. <laughs> oh, I did not roll well at all. Remember, Only you have seven. advantage, I believe, because this is your favorite terrain. Yeah. It says when tracking, I can learn the exact number, size, and how long ago things passed. Okay. And I think no matter what, I remain alert to danger. Right. So what'd you roll? Oh, wait. And proficiency bonus is doubled on skills. Oh, yep. So this would totally be doubled because this is wisdom. I rolled a seven, but I guess it would be a 14. Okay. So with a 14... You definitely see prints of direwolves. The bonus is doubled, not the amount. Sorry, I'm dumb. So it's an additional two. So whatever seven plus two is nine. Nine. With a nine, you can tell that there have been direwolves in the area. Um, okay. You can tell definitely three, those that you killed. But what you notice uh, most quickly is that there you can't seem to find a den. You don't see a place where they lived. They were just kind of here. And that strikes you as odd. Okay. Cool. I'll head back to their camp then. Anything cool out there? <laughs> uh, there may be more direwolves around, but I can't find their den, so I don't know where they are coming from. They might not be from this forest. Well, okay. Uh, so do we, like, keep watch? To keep watches that would probably be for the best all right dibs on third watch <laughs> you're an elf you don't have to sleep right <laughs> i i only meditate for four hours all right so you take first watch then because i need a nap <laughs> okay i'm gonna string like a hammock up between two trees <laughs> and i'm just in my tent <laughs> Okay, it's a fairly pretty uh, evening. You know, no rain or anything like that. The, you hear the sounds of insects um, and birds getting ready to go to sleep. And the world falls then. quiet. I got third watch. All right, Solvin, I want you to roll me a perception check as you take first watch. All right, I got a 21. All right, um, there is shuffling out in the woods, but nothing more than you would know just regular animals. Um, nothing seems really out of place. Okay. All right. Regardless, I probably have my hood up and an arrow knocked just in case. All right. Sounds good. Who had next watch? That is me. So is that how long between watches? There are three of you. That doesn't matter. This this whole thing is a rest unless we get attacked, right? Right. So is this a long rest? Is, do I recover like all my hit yep, points and spell slots? You get all your hit points and all okay. your spell slots back. Oh, pardon I also get my hip points back. And then my, my horse's chunk out of his shoulder is healed. We'll <laughs> say he... yes that you treated your horse. Okay. He's bandaged up. I wrapped him up good. He's got a big, like, crossover <laughs> bandage. A big like Hello Kitty put... band-aid. 
Yeah, you just put a band-aid. <laughs> and it heals his right. HP. And so for spells... I'll talk about that in the morning. <laughs> Alright, so I'm on watch. Roll a perception. Critical fail. Alright, you notice jack shit. The <laughs> night good. is quiet and perfect <laughs> and excellent and wonderful. Who has third I'm just watch? staring... I'm staring at the fire thinking about, you know... Orcs and stuff. My dark past. <laughs> My dark past. Dark and mysterious past. Uh, I have third you watch. You are Batman. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it away from Batman, but it keeps falling back into Batman. Batman wouldn't have got punked by a waiter. <laughs> he would have if he rolled a one. Uh, I got a 17. You notice, as soon as you leave your tent and start getting set up, that there's a scroll next to the fire that was not there before. Uh-oh. Can I roll investigate? Absolutely. 19. You uh, look at the scroll. It is parchment just seems like plain parchment it is sealed with wax you don't see any kinds of traps or anything weird about it but the seal the wax itself is kind of a deep deep purple and the seal is of a broken spinning wheel i'm gonna i'm gonna open it all right you break the seal with your thumb when you do the paper springs out of your hands and opens itself, and as though a quill is writing on it as you're watching. Dearest potential new friends, I am Chandrathar Greymore, wizard of the Greymore Key. You have found yourself on my land, somehow. This is a cordial invitation for tea and an explanation as to why you are on my land. Please come to my home in the morning, by or after dawn, at some point, because otherwise I will be sleeping, and explain your actions. If I don't find your explanation good enough, then I might possibly kill you. But I really hope it doesn't come to that. Signed, your potential friend, Chandrathar. The, oh, the name parchment is gonna be like this. <laughs> snaps up and then bursts into flame. It's a little, it's a little rude. I'm sick of nerds fucking threatening me. I'm gonna kill this guy. <laughs> it's only been eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're sleeping or you're meditating i'm sleeping you're on watch yes uh i'm i'm just gonna let you guys sleep we we got until dawn anyway so <laughs> i'm just doing magic tricks to pass the time <laughs> right. oh roll on the wild magic table then oh should i <laughs> do you want to you just did well, i got an eight i'm just an doing a little precedent digi- no an eight for because I oh, took a rest, you, so yeah, okay. so the, the I'm 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 back out from under the the wild magic table. I got an eight, so I don't nothing nothing crazy happens. All right, <laughs> sounds good. So dawn comes, the morning comes. You are greeted with birdsong as you awake. Your fire is kind of tamped down um, that you had used overnight, um, and everything seems pretty peachy. Oh hey, we got an invitation to breakfast in the tower. Are we gonna kill him? We'll see how it goes. Cool. Why did he invite us to breakfast? Uh, he wants to know why we're on his land, and we are potential new friends. Yeah, I'm gonna kill him. Yeah, I don't like this. <laughs> I mean, if he's a wizard, he's dead to me. And everyone. <laughs> Alright, I guess we go have breakfast? Okay, yeah, let's go. Let's go deal with this dude. See what happens. Alright, so you walk up to the tower. You head up to the tower, and again, the door is made of just plain wood. There is a knocker. Uh, Do you use it? Yes. So, when you knock, instead of the normal dull thud 
of, you know, metal on wood, you hear almost the tinkling of chimes ring out from the door, kind of echoing about. And then you hear, in a moment. I'm going to, like, smooth my dress out. <laughs> I'm just going to do that thing teachers do when they can't just get through to the kids, where they just, like, rub their nose between their eyes. I'm going to do that, because I don't like this dude. <laughs> All right, and after a couple of minutes, the door swings open, and you find yourself face-to-face with a relatively portly, very cheerful-looking fellow, human, middling height, white hair, but it's crept close, uh, cropped to his head, a white beard, but is also cropped fairly close to his head, and his robes are white. And Tuatha, that holds um, some significance for you, um, as a magic user, and actually also to um, to Flint, white robes indicate a uh, mage who follows uh, Solinari, the god of good magic. I have a question for Flint. Yes. You are an eldritch knight. Yep. Did, would you know about other magic? Or I don't did know you if j- I would know about, like, I feel mage like, orders. I feel like you got your wizardry <laughs> from being haunted. Yeah, that seems right. Especially with, like, the magic I know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Tuatha, you know that he is a representative of the god of good magic. Okay. Oh, Hi welcome! There. Welcome to my tower! I'm Chandrathar! Who Who are you? I'm Tuatha, and I'm gonna hold my hand out. And he shakes your hand very, very warmly. Flint. He sh- holds out his hand to shake. I'm not gonna shake it. Okay. <laughs> and turns to Solomon with his hand out. Uh, Solomon, I'll shake it. All right, and the the handshake is firm and friendly. Come on in, come on in. Um, what brings you out into these neck of the woods? Um, and he leads you into what looks like a for uh, a foyer. I'm assuming at some point between the camp, or maybe we just didn't ride the horses up to the tower. I'm not riding my horse into this person's tower, right? No, I, no, I, 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 I imagine that we... you just posted them up outside of the tower. Yeah. Okay. Every good tower has a horse post. Right. <laughs> so. If not, Gretchen will just, like, perch on his head and he won't move. Okay. <laughs> Biscuits is following. I was about to say, where are your animals? So Biscuits is following. There is a post. I'll take Gretchen in with me on my shoulder. Okay. Uh, Hank will be circling above the tower. Okay, perfect. So you come into the foyer. Uh, the door shuts behind you of its own accord. Huh. As you walk in, uh, you see this place is bizarre and kind of wonderful. Um, there are knickknacks all over the place, but it doesn't feel crowded. It just feels very homey. There is a large carpet. It's kind of a circular room. The candles are burning from the bottom up. And they're placed in the holders upside down. So they were lit from the bottom wick, like where you would normally light a candle, but it's upside down and it's burning upwards. And it's floating like over the holder? Floating over the holder, which is collecting the dripping wax. You see a chandelier that's quite beautiful. Books everywhere, all over the place there are books. But yeah, this, this older gentleman just kind of leads you into the foyer, turns around, so what brings you to my what brings you to my tower? Well, <laughs> I'm just gonna look at Tuatha and let her figure this out. If I can be honest, um, we got word that maybe some shenanigans were happening over this way, uh, involving maybe a giant. 
I'm not technically lying yet. Do I have to roll a deception? Not a deception, but I'd like you to roll persuasion. I can do that, too. That is a 12. 12. Hmm. Oh, do you mean Balrashed? I might. Hmm. He got out again? I don't know what you mean. He's a little scamp. He likes to try to tell people that I'm this big, bad, awful wizard, and I did horrible things, and I cursed him to live this eternal life as... What happened was he came into my tower, he attempted to kill me, and so I punished him for trying to kill me. That's you the long and short of it. Me. Yeah, roll, can we roll perception to... Roll insight. <laughs> insight. Oh, I did bad. Hold on. I got a 13. Yeah, I did bad. I got uh, a 4. <laughs> I got a 9. You all think he's telling the truth. I mean, what's oh, a man can't... to do? You have to defend yourself, but I'm I don't like still... killing. I really don't like to kill. And so I thought, you know, what would be better is to teach him that picking on someone smaller than you is not necessarily the wisest of ideas. So I sentenced him to his tiny existence. He still got about 15 more years, um, and then I'll probably restore him back to his normal size and let him go free. Okay, that's that's fair. It sounds like a fair punishment. Real quick, one thing. Sorry, one little tiny thing. You said he you mean came... besides Balrost? <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> you said that he came into your house, but is uh-huh. a giant. Uh huh. Was a tower. How would a how would a giant make his way in here? Well, if you look and he points to the door, and you actually see that some of the stonework is obviously newer than other stonework. He broke down my door. <laughs> Fourteen. <laughs> you still get the fence sense that he's telling you the truth. Yeah, I'm not gonna do any better than I only got seven. <laughs> Can I? I'm just like I'm. I'm Hulk Hogan size, prime Hulk Hogan size. Yeah. Just standing there staring at him. Uh huh. Can I roll intimidation? I don't know what for. I just feel like I'm intimidating. <laughs> you need to have a goal. Are you trying to intimidate him into telling you the truth? Like, do you think he's no, lying? No, I'm not really doing anything. I'm just trying to, like, see if my presence makes him shake up in his voice or something. It's not a good one. I'll wait. Can I slip, like, behind everyone while they're talking and just kind of, like, look around his stuff? 100% roll a stealth? Oh, I rolled a 20. And that's plus 8. Nice. So a natural 20. Yikes. So basically, Solvin disappears. Um, just kind of melds into the shadows and starts looking around. Um, what you see, um, like I said, a bunch of knickknacks. You see, um, like, crystal balls and trinkets. You see, uh, pouches and vials of weird-looking substances. Um, jars filled with eyeballs and all sorts of, you know, kind of the traditional wizardy stuff. Um, there are also four door or three doors that four doors that lead out of this room. The one that you came through that leads outside, one directly across from that, and then one to the left, and then one to the right. Essentially, the doors form a cross. But yeah, that's what you see as you kind of sneak around the room, and no one notices you sneaking. Uh, so before Solvin disappeared into the aether, <laughs> uh, I rolled an investigation check. I got a sixteen, well plus plus four, um, so I got a, a twenty. Does the newer brick match the story? Yes. The newer brick, basically, as you're looking at it, 
The door is probably seven and a half feet tall. Okay. The brickwork would take it up to something much larger, having, you know, basically broken down part of the wall in the door, and then it was repaired. Okay. All right. Story checks out. Um. Well, I don't know. I guess I got nothing. I guess we were mistaken. So, okay. Uh. All right. I don't. I don't buy his story. Like me, the person Josh does Neither not do buy I. his story. But at the same time, I'm like, but that might also just be me just believing the first story I was told. <laughs> Can I get you guys some tea? And he claps, and a little tea tray starts floating over towards you. And he goes oh. over and he starts preparing some tea, and he pours himself a cup. And he just kind of sits there. Would anyone like some? Yes, I will. While he's preparing the tea, before we move on to drinking the tea, is he turned away from us for any... His back is to you. I'm going to go over to Tuatha and be like, is the spoon doing anything? Oh, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look down at my spoon. <laughs> it's not reacting to anything in here, but you get the sense that there is something important here to help you. Can I sneak into the door on the right? <laughs> sure so you and I'm not even going to make you re-roll because you got a natural 20 you basically open the door very quietly slip through and close it and find yourself in a very dark room with your elven eyes you see a gallery of sorts lots of paintings hanging from pretty much any hangable surface um, some false walls had been built in with even more paintings placed upon them. Are the paintings of anything in particular, or are they just, like, random? Um, you see some landscapes, you see some portraits, you see some still lives. Do I see anything with the wheel in it again? You don't. Okay, I'll sneak back out of that room. Alright, so you sneak back into the foyer, just as he is turning around and he has uh, four teacups. And he presents them to you. Uh, I I will take one. I will take one readily. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try something weird. Okay. <laughs> so prestidigitation allows me to, to, to color or flavor any, <laughs> like, drink or food. Right. I am assuming it does not work on anything magical. Right. Because everything else is like a non-magic thing. So I'm assuming that applies to food and drink, too. That's correct. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to change the drink's color. And if it's tampered with, it shouldn't change. That's smart. Do I, I don't have to roll anything, right? Nope. What are you changing it to? And what do you want it to taste like? Uh, whatever color it is, I want it to, to turn like the opposite color if it is not magic. <laughs> if it's not tampered with. Well, I mean, it's tea. So it's kind of a lightish brown. So a red, then. All right, you whisper the the word or the command or whatever. You whisper <laughs> some. Yeah, you whisper well, no, some is, magic words. No, presentation. You, you don't have to do anything. That's the whole. That's the whole deal a, with it. It's a secret it. it's like, magic. It's secret magic. Uh, okay, so you look at the cup and you concentrate, and boom, the tea is red. Okay, I'm gonna take a sip then. I uh, I see you take a sip, so I just grab a cup and pound it. <laughs> And then, like, very, very abrasively <laughs> put it back on the tray that he's holding. Roll a strength check. God. <laughs> okay. So is that just this? It's that. Or is it this one? No, that's a saving throw. Yeah, so just plus, plus two. Plus two, okay. Fourteen. You put it down so hard on the tray that it shatters. Um, it was fine porcelain. 
Oh gosh. So it's it just good. shatters. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. Uh, I oh, just no, no, I don't no. even No, no, it's I don't fine. even react he waves to it shattering. His hand. He waves his hand and the pieces put themselves back together and he floats it back onto the tea tray. Oh, no problem. <laughs> it's okay. You seem like a strapping young man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so aside from possible shenanigans and Balrosh, and he takes uh takes some of the tea and takes kind of a loud slurp. Um, what else brings you to my tower? Pretty much just that. Just seeing if everything was on the up and up. Well, I mean, what was that? And he points to the spoon. That's a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> you normally carry a soup spoon with you in your pocket? He takes another I, sip. <laughs> well, not normally. It's a recent development. <laughs> it's it's like tucked into my belt. Also, I will say when he served tea, I kind of just like reappeared to look like I'd been there the whole time and politely <laughs> take the tea. Absolutely. Just a regular, you know, like a spoon. Like, you know how you use a spoon? This is mine. <laughs> oh. This is actually, this is, this is a lie that I'm telling him that it's just a normal spoon, right? Yeah. I should probably roll, roll deception. deception. <laughs> okay. Uh, Critical. F- no, that's no, a that's seven. seven. <laughs> that's a seven. Okay. Uh, 13 Oof. altogether. He looks at you. His eyes kind of twinkle. And he goes, well, I would have thought it had something to do with the goddess. And he takes a sip of tea. Why would you think that? Oh, well, she told me. She's abrasive that way. Are you right? the one that she said she hasn't finished the book yet? Oh, she still has my book. Well, I'm glad to know that she didn't lose it. Oh, but I gave that to her 50 it. years ago. You would have thought that by now she would have read it. Oh, the crying. Yeah. She takes another <laughs> sip of tea. She said that you might need some help. Did she? <laughs> Well, you are on a quest of some sort. She was rather vague about the details, but said that I might have something that you need. And I think I know what she's talking about. Okay. I feel like this is help we can accept. Excellent. Sure. Um, well, what I'm going to do then is I'm going to go up to my study. Um, I am going to uh, get the thing ready for transport, go and find it, get all that stuff. Just help yourself. Mind yourself here in the um, in the tower. Uh, don't try to take anything. I've kind of got everything charmed. I'll know if you take something, and that's just, that's not going to look good for you. Um, promise. Uh, but either way, uh, just this door behind me, um, that'll lead you to the stairs that'll lead you up to my study, okay? Okay. What'd you roll? Um, oh, I just rolled because I used presentation earlier and I forgot to roll my, oh, okay. uh, my thing. Wild I got magic. a 12. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> it's good that you didn't grease up the place. <laughs> Boosh! <laughs> what was that? You'll be like, what was I that? Like, oh, what? <laughs> I'm always greasy. <laughs> I can't I'm very like sweaty. This. It's hot in here. <laughs> so as soon as he like goes away. Okay, well, I'll see you up in my study. And he snaps his fingers. And well, it, I... there's a heartbeat. And then he vanishes. I already checked that room over there. That's just a gallery. I'll still check this one, though. I just I kinda... figured when he was serving tea, I should reappear. Look how four spells that he's used since we've got in here. <laughs> I haven't seen anything suspicious, so I think we might be okay to trust this guy. Okay. Uh, you take that room. I'm going to look at that gallery? Yeah, that's a gallery. I'll go check this other room. I didn't okay. see anything in there on the pictures, but I also don't know magic. Is there another room? <laughs> or am I just hanging out in here? There should you be come one help more, me right? check the other room. Yeah. Right. Unless you know stuff about art. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think being raised by orcs 
uh, really lends itself to knowing about art. Other than like bone sculptures. That wasn't that wasn't in that wasn't in character. Out of character. (laughs) O O C. Oh yeah, there was no Batman voice. My yeah, it was a Batman. I'm just staring into the Batman, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) So you go and check out the room to the left, um, and it is an arboretum, except much more literal. It cannot be. The GameStop, Five Guys, Love Sack, it's all here. That's it. Cannot be as big of a room as it is, but it is. It's basically a forest. There is a huge, there are huge, massive trees. You smell like it, like the smell of earth after a rain. Just all sorts of stuff. But you see like little notes and things all over the place that have been tacked different places. You see a shovel and a trowel, um, some gloves. Obviously, this room has worked in quite a bit. Should we roll investigation to see if anything's fishy or... Well, I mean, the entire room is kind of fishy because there's no way that this room should be able to fit in this tower. Okay. But that could just be magic, like, whatever. Right. (laughs) Can't we, like, read the notes that are tacked up? Sure. The notes are basically notes about the type of plant that is there. Notes on how to take care of it. Known magical properties, experimental magical properties, things that he's hoping to do with the plants, that kind of stuff. I think this might just be a weird old guy. (laughs) Damn it, I knew I should have taken Detect Magic just for shit like this. (laughs) I can't take it. I don't don't have that spell. But I didn't. I'm going to look through the paintings. Sure. Um, When you go into the room, once you step fully into the room, because... Now, Sullivan, I imagine, kind of hung back towards the door. Um, but when you take, after you take a few steps into the room, like, light just appears. Um, there's no visible source of the light. It's just kind of everywhere. Okay. And it makes it to where all of the paintings are, like, in the perfect light that the artist intended. But there are tons and tons of paintings. I'm talking easily a hundred paintings of varying subjects. You notice that some of the uh, portraits of people are moving. Oh, it's a Harry Potter. We're in a Harry Potter. (laughs) I'm going to look to see if there's a portrait of Bullrush. Bullrush. Bullrush? That's the guy. Bumrush. My tiny man. Is there a picture of my tiny man? There is not a picture of your tiny man. Okay. Well, this is nice. So are you going to go so, in the door that the wizard indicated? So yeah, you were in the painting room, and we were in the Arboretum. Yep, yeah. there was a third door that he had pointed to whenever he told you to come to his study. I guess we just that go led, in there? That led to stairs that went up to it, right, or something? Do I remember you stairs? You haven't gone there yet. But do I remember him saying, like, this will yeah, lead there, up? Yeah, like, there's stairs. stairs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing for me in that tree room. Yeah, it's so. just paintings. Okay, I'm just going to roll an investigation while I'm in there real quick. Sure, absolutely. See. 15. Hold on. Yeah, 15. Whoever did this, it is a, it is obviously kind of a monument to their progress. There are paintings that are obviously less skilled, and then there are paintings that are much more skilled, but it's also obviously done by the same person. There's a personal style that kind of flows between the paintings, and you can watch as they get better and better and better and better. Again, the paintings of people are moving. Um, if there are multiple people in a painting, they're speaking to each other. Um, they're chatting. You can't really hear them. You just hear mumbling, um, but you can't really make out what they're saying. Okay, but nothing like suspicious, I guess. It's mostly just like, this guy likes to paint. All right, yep. yeah, let's, uh, let's, I'm going back then. 
Yeah, I'm not even going to roll investigation. I'm just going to go back and head toward the other door. Okay. I assume we all, like, like conglomerate. I can't think of the word I'm looking for. We meet up in the middle. <laughs> That's the one. It's, yep. <laughs> it's just a room full of trees. It looks like it's his garden. Paintings are just paintings. Some of them move, but still just paintings. Yeah, this is just a weird old guy. All right, well, let's go into this other room then. Right. Uh, I'm going to go first. Okay. Ladies first. So you open the door, and it leads out onto a landing. Probably a 10 foot by 10 foot landing. There is a space where stairs should be, but are not. And that's where we'll call the episode. All okay. Right. So we're just standing out on a platform. Waiting on a for platform, stairs. looking <laughs> at where stairs, stairs like... should be, <laughs> and there are no stairs. I feel like this is going to be a Womps Fortress <laughs> situation where the wall just like slides out. <laughs> we have to time our jumps to climb up the oh, tower. No, oh no! I'm really bad at those. <laughs> I'm not Peach. I can't float. Uh, I'm not. I am not trained in acrobatics at all. This is gonna be a rough time. Um, but thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, if you again, uh, we we did some cool stuff with the magic table. So if you have any suggestions, send them in. You can do that at uh, cktcast on Twitter or email us at cktcast at gmail Should we explain just like a little more what? that wild magic table is i don't feel like we didn't really get into it okay uh, so basically when i do magic i have to roll a d20 and if i roll a one then something weird happens there's a table of 100 entries uh well there's 50 entries but each of them are two numbers so we figured hey let's use those other numbers uh for weird stuff so it's like a random effect uh, like grease happens or i get scared of my horse or so basically we want to fill it in so there's 100 different entries so we want your suggestions to see what weird stuff you want to maybe see possibly happen if my magic gets wonky. <laughs> That's all I had on it. Is that That's, is that yeah? I just could... I just I feel like we described it in the video, but I know some people are coming in not watching the video. That is true. That's true. It's a good point. Mm-hmm. So other than that, I'm on Twitter at jj underscore mason. I am at jnick zero four. I'm at chad and Maynard. and I am at alan underscore cells. Uh, you can also I forgot to mention use the hashtag cktcast to talk to us. This has been Cool Kids Table, and you can sit with us. Recording. Oh, yeah, they have a new person. Two new people. Recording. What? They, um... What was her name? Gigi Edgley, who was Chiana in Farscape. Okay. Uh, they put her and Barbara Goodson is on the cast now. A dog! <laughs> Wait, what are we talking about? The no, Order. What? You remember that movie with all the Power Rangers in it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that thing that kind of sort of died? Yep. Aaron Cahill looks like a fucking babe in that movie. I am so <laughs> excited. always a babe, so I'm very excited for her to be extra babe. She's got a super long braid, and that's one of my, like, yep, that. That one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, ready to sync?